Hey everyone, I'm Priyasa Seva and you are listening to Trending Diary, the podcast. Your journey to connect with the ideas, stories, experiences and people starts now. Today, I'm joined with the co-founder of Flying Kite Studios Private Limited and Flixworks.com, Mr. Gerard Joe. Gerard is a business-minded artist who has studied both accounting and music, which allows him to easily adjust between a creative performer to business pragmatist in entertainment industry. As a multi-award-winning Australian composer, actor, producer, this man has much knowledge in music genres and continues to build his original body of work and CD that sales beyond 20 million units. I'm crazy. Gerard has also added 23 international film awards and came up with the great movie, Tendenza et Emma, which means Tendency to Love in Milan, Italy and cherry on the cake. This man is a proud child from India, continuously creating waves in Australian, UK, Indian, and European music industries, film technologies, and much more. Though, recently Gerard has also come up with a new algebraic equation called Convergence Equation for Content Creators and New Startups, about which we are going to talk more in this episode. So welcome, Gerard. Welcome on Training Diary. So excited to have you on the show. Hey, Gerard. Thank you so much. Thank. Hi, Priya. How are you? Hi, how I'm you? good. I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. Uh, with the time difference, uh, uh, when I'm in Australia, it's much easier to India. Uh, and when the time difference into when I'm in London, the time difference yeah. is almost the same. So it's kind of uh, equal. Uh, equidistant in the, in both cities, but uh, I'm well, and thank you so much for having me on the on the podcast. And uh, I look forward to the questions, and um, yeah. hopefully we can be help or be of help. Just a quick thing that I really want to ask me for so long: Do you even sleep at night? I mean, you have added too much to your bucket list, too much to your achievements. Do you even sleep? Do you even rest? <laughs> Well, that's a very, very interesting question because, uh, uh, well, let's put it this way. Aside from all that other work, I have to, you know, uh, physically, you know, exercise and um, practice uh, music and acting and all those things. So in the short answer, no. <laughs> in the, I really want to learn art. <laughs> no. In the long answer, uh, you know, I do, it does tend to catch up with me over a period of time and then you have to take risks. But I, for me, uh, doing all these projects and creating and, and giving something back to the community is uh, is kind of the sleep I need, so to speak. <laughs> so, well, that's good. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. So, so, so the main motive that uh, we have, like we both have uh, collected here, so what's the convergence equation that you have mentioned? What is, what's it all about? Okay. Um, I found through my experience, and uh, mm -hmm. I did come up with this about uh, 10, uh, at least it's now coming up to about 12, 13 years ago when I was in London. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and now, as you know, with post-COVID, uh, traveling now these days is difficult. So my, uh, my business and my relationship with both cities in terms of Sydney and London is quite... Uh, quite strong throughout the year. So I spent half the time here in Australia and half the time in London, or majority of the time in London, a little bit back in Australia. But 
the way I discovered the convergence equation was that I've realized with a lot of startups and with a lot of people with ideas, mm -hmm. uh, it, it starts from a generation aspect of, of an idea with people coming together or people in a coffee shop or people exchanging ideas through social media, etc. But what really happens with is that that's the artistic element. So that's the what I might call the the A. So if you look at it from an algebraic uh, perspective. It's A. So A is artistic, creative, uh, whatever you want to call it. It's it's that's the the essential element in setting up anything that is of, of a worthwhile nature. Now mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily have to be in the creative field. It can be a business, whatever. But it always comes from an idea. Always comes from a, a position of where you've been inspired by something, by another app, technology, whatever it is. But that's the A, right? So that's the A mm -hmm. in, in the starting procedure in the convergence equation. Now, quite, a, what happen, quite often what happens is that when you go from the A and then you move towards the next step is the most difficult process. And the difficult process is solidifying the idea into a concrete structure. And that usually can be from a many, many different things. It can be from the aspect of how do you take it from where you have it as an idea uh, through to a solid solid structure and that is what i call the business pragmatism so the b comes into it straight after and that is really mm -hmm. the most crucial element in times of in, in in the prospect of creating something that goes from an idea on a piece of paper or on a laptop or on your phone Indeed, to a solid structure so you need yeah, so you need the B. Now, the B can be in many things. It can be in, in terms of uh, uh, marketing, of course, which is important, uh, the idea to get it solidified and get it off the ground. And most importantly, you need the finance. That's the key to, the, to getting the idea to, the, to that structure. Now, B can also be included as project management, which is at the end of that process. So you've got the A and you've got the B. So if you plus those, so you put A plus B, so that's in one category. Now, mm -hmm. you, what you do then, you put the parentheses uh, around it. So you put yeah. them in brackets. And yeah. now in today's market, yeah. well, in today's time, you need T, which is the technology. So yeah. you need the technology. So yeah. you put A plus B in parentheses and you times that by T. So T yeah. is basically your technology. So technology could be anything from uh, how you derive it, how you make it work, how do you get it across to, to your consumers? How do you make the idea solidify itself more strongly? So you need the technology in today's market. Now, is that applicable to every type of business? Uh, it can be, and, it, um, and sometimes it, it, uh, it doesn't have to be. But in the majority of startups today, is what, that's what's required. So you need the T at the, on top of it. So, it's, so you'll have the parentheses, you'll have A plus B, times t that's the first section of the convergence equation now before the a everybody obviously wants to in most cases wants to go global so you localize your market on a domestic level to get the product working and then everybody wants a global market in most cases some people are very happy to be localized and only focus on certain regions but let's say on a general purpose that we want to globalize your idea, your technology, your content, whatever you want to do. So you put the G at the front of those of the parentheses. So you have G, then you put the brackets, and in the brackets you put A plus B, then you times it by T, which is the technology that you need. And what does that give you? It gives you infinite possibilities. 
So well, that is essentially the that is essentially the convergence equation. So it's G, which is your global awareness, your global consumers, your global marketing, times mm -hmm. A plus B, which is your artistic endeavor, your creative pursuits, plus your business pragmatism, multiplied mm -hmm. by the T, which is the technology you need, which gives you infinite mm -hmm. possibilities. Now the infinite possibilities is is up to you. Where do you want to take? your product, your content, et cetera, to the next level. That is the mm -hmm. essential element of the convergence equation. Now, why I use this conversion for myself and why I encourage people to use it is because really essentially in those brackets, when you go from A, you need the B. And the B mm -hmm. is where we get it difficult. To, it's difficult because most creators and most innovators, you know, we always think about the B last. But the B mm. is, equal, is just as important as the A because how do you solidify the idea? Because ideas come and go and creation comes and goes, but you need to solidify the idea that it's a business, solidified, structured business model. That is the B. Yeah. Now, you might ask me and say to me, okay, how does it work from someone who's not uh, a creative or not artistically inclined but has a more of a corporate experience or more of a, of a, a business uh, idea or business pragmatism. How do they yeah, bring A into it? Possibilities yeah. are there. Hmm. Yes. So what you need to do then, in that case, you kind of reverse it. So if you have a more of a, a business background and you have a business hmm. approach to things, and you start mm -hmm. from business, but the A, what it does, it gives you, it allows you to think outside the box. And as you know, you're in marketing. You have to keep thinking outside the box today because the world is rapidly changing. We are changing continuously yeah. with everything that's coming at us. So you don't, with a solidified idea of B in your business pragmatism, you need to think a little bit outside in terms of solution structure. Now that solutions can be anything. So you have to think slightly outside that to give it a more a creative feel, a more innovative feel, but still sticking to your solid business format. So the equation itself can be very multifunctional. Now with that, there could be other things that you could add to it in terms of your own personal, thought process. Some people are very spiritual. Some people are very metaphysical. Some people are very analytical. So within that formula, you can add your own innovation by just simply adding the whole thing with a, with a letter. That, that's very much what is your flavoring or what is your thought process? What is your idealistic aspect of how you live your life? And that gives you the balance in terms of converging everything that we're talking about into one simplified equation. That, that, that's so so creative so insightful means i had, no one had ever even think about it like you have simplified the whole <laughs> the essentials of a business in a simple equation amazing amazing means it's yes, something and i'm going to apply my content creation and everything <laughs> Please do, please yeah. do, please share it with, because I know, uh, I know in terms of your audience and your, and uh, your listeners yeah. in India and self and, and way that the world is going at the present moment, um, you know, we need to do this because, you know, we need to come up with new things because, and getting to your questions, uh, what do we do now after post COVID? This is the real key now. Exactly. Okay. Where do we go? How do, how do businesses survive how does the content developer survive how do the traditional forms of uh the larger organizations uh, organizations that are going to survive mm -hmm. so should we get on to that topic because i think that would be really important to for your listeners to understand that process. this is something very much need of the audience in terms of uh, the founders content creators everyone who is willing to make 
Manu is willing to make changes in the society, they are supposed to listen to this. I mean, like literally. Okay. Anyways, moving on. That's right. Uh, according to you, like, what kind of content should be there after COVID? मतलब if we came in terms of uh, entertainment value, what kind of content creation should be there so it can be more valuable for the audience? And at the same time, uh, people need entertainment. We can't deny that people are like very much hungry for entertainment. So I really look forward something that's not really an entertainment thing. But yeah, which will add something to people's life in terms of value, in terms of goodness, anything. So, according to you, what kind of content should be there post-COVID? Okay, that's uh, it's a great question. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you? Let's clarify that a little bit more. Are you talking generally in terms of the the larger entertainment, as in film, music, and and app technology? Are you are you sort of specifying it to one particular type of no no any because any type any type of entertainment any kind yeah. of entertainment hmm. okay okay so the type of content that I feel that is going to now start after post COVID. Mm-hmm. you are looking now at a situation for a content provider is that you're going to now push this content towards the streaming platforms that are currently available for all of us mm-hmm. at the present moment so let's just do a little reflection uh, reflected back to where we are a recap we have netflix we have amazon we have disney plus apple we have uh, some of the great platforms that are happening in india yeah. uh, all the channels that are producing the content so as a content provider mm-hmm. you need to really now be focusing on the streaming channels because that's where the future is going to be mm-hmm. now when i say that that means that your content should be now coming up much quicker to relating to the audience so you need to get to the story quicker if you're doing uh, a a film mm-hmm. you need to get to in in the side of music mm-hmm. you need to be producing a lot of content musically mm-hmm. that is going to be short sharp and very quick and very precise because the the load of content that we got coming at us is is enormous right around the globe mm-hmm. so but what we're also seeing is that through the the value of netflix and some of the bigger streaming channels we're getting to see a lot of integration of content that is not necessarily from our origination of our language for example you don't necessarily have to produce english content anymore you can produce content in hindi you can produce content in spanish you can produce content in arabic etc whatever you want but you've got to be able to produce content that's universally acceptable for everyone so that means you're looking for content that's that has stories and ideas and 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 uh, musical ideas that can cross boundaries and cross barriers now that's how you're going to be able to monetize the content that's how you're going to be able to get it to a position where you can then appeal to a larger group of audience because previously we didn't have that opportunity mm-hmm. in terms of the streaming platforms now before then we had um, through television we had satellite etc but that was again very localized if you can recall if you had um, indian content it would be on star it would be on z you would be on um, sun tv down south etc 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 but now with netflix and all the content providers the major content providers buying content that is indigenous to the language it allows you then to expand the content out to different areas which means you have an opportunity now to make content in your localized language but the key to that is that you have to make stories or have to create content that's universally uh, appealing to everyone that is the key because you're not going to change the hollywood 
film business. They're going to be who they are. Yeah. And they're going to be definitely putting out the blockbuster films and definitely going to be putting all that. And the studios will, will thrive and survive on that, on that situation. But what, as an independent content provider that is not structured, not set up to a studio system, you can then have the opportunity now to make content that's quicker, sharper, much more appealing to everyone on a more uh, large scale by simply making stories that are universally appealing. That is the, the future going past past post COVID mm -hmm. because you now have the opportunity to be able to do that now because people are at home. They can't, uh, then a lot more people are working from home now after this, after this situation, uh, we're in, you know, some countries are still in lockdown mm -hmm. and not many people are going to the theaters. You know, the theaters are very actually are suffering at the present moment. So people are going to have to rely back on their own platforms, have to rely on YouTube. They have to rely on streaming platforms on their phones. Okay. So think about, you have to think about the appeal the appealingness of the story and the appealingness of the, the creativity and the uniqueness and the originality of your content. Don't worry so much about the technology because at the end of the day, we're all watching it on our phones. We're all watching it on our screens at mm -hmm. home. So that's not going to be the key factor because you have great technology today. And that's what I was taking you back to the convergence equation. You have the technology today to make things really, really uh, innovative and cool. Mm -hmm. So, so, the, the, so to recap there, make content after post-COVID that is appealing, make it short, make it um, interesting, mm -hmm. make it uh, unique, uh, make it innovative. And innovative content now going forward will be a major factor in which the content um, uh, uh, purchases, mm -hmm. like the big streaming platforms, will look for. That's the thing. And if you, look at, if you look through Netflix and you look through all the streaming platforms, you see they're very, very different stories. They're very, very different processes in which they're doing a lot of these um, episodic television series. So that's the, that would be the way to go for that. Great. Okay, so generally, you know, when content creators came up uh, with some kind of uh, any kind of movie or uh, some content creators come with an idea. Okay, I want to do this. I want to create this. Or even a startup or a founder go with a business. So what do you think? What kind of intention or purpose should they keep in their mind before doing that? I mean, I know their uh, money should, can't be a thing which will help you or in, innovate you something. So what do you think? What kind of purpose or intention they should have in their mind? This is the one thing that they should embrace. Uh, the one thing I think today mm. that people, the consumers are looking for is, um, is a point of difference. Now, that has always been there, but more now after post-COVID, the content provider mm. who's, whether it's being developing a new app or developing music or developing a film or whatever it is, whatever that may be, as you said, mm -hmm. in a general sense, mm -hmm. has to look for something that is of a point of difference. And the point of difference usually comes from the fact is of what can you give back to the community? So keep thinking about the community first that you're in. It could be, you know, your city, it could be your suburb, it could be, uh, you know, education, it could be anything that you're going to give back to the community. Now, once you have that as your central focus, then after that, then you build your audience to that community. So you build your content to that community. You build your app te technology to that community. Mm. But you've got to be thinking from a position of giving first. Gotcha. Once you think from a position of giving, mm. right, it, everything changes because then what happens is that you're thinking beyond the process of your own inner idea. Mm -hmm. So you're thinking more the G, as I was saying, the global aspect. So you're thinking, okay, right, 
let me just give you a very, very rough example. And we won't talk about entertainment. We'll talk about something else. So let's say that you've discovered a way to get water more cleaner by having an app. And I'm just taking this as a rough example. Mm -hmm. uh, an app that can, uh, can take a photo of your water mm -hmm. that you take from a tap in your, in your, in your cup. Mm -hmm. And then you can look at it and see how much alkaline is in there or bacteria is in there or whatever it is. So let's say you've come up with that idea and then you think, okay, that's great. So now what you have to think then is you can't be thinking, how can I quickly monetize this in the quickest, fastest possible way that I can? You've got to be thinking about now which country or which place or which region would greatly benefit from this technology. And how can I deliver that technology and that app to that particular point of the market? Once you start thinking that, then you start seeing it in from a completely different perspective. And that is the, that is the thing content providers should be thinking about going forward. It's about looking at looking at giving to the community first. Everything else becomes secondary. Now, that was just a rough example, but that's the process in which you will create anything in, from an intent perspective. What can I make the audience feel more empowered? Is it, a, is it something like for a film that's a very short film that talks about many social subjects or something that, is, that enhances the community? Now, it can still be entertaining, but if you have those points underneath, it gives you a better chance as a point of difference. And that's what really what the world is requiring, in my opinion, at the present moment, or content uh, purchases are looking on a major level. And that would be the way to go after post-COVID, in my opinion, going moving forward. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, that's, that's the very powerful thing that you have said. He, we are supposed to keep the mind one thing in mind that we are supposed to give more to the society rather than just receiving something yeah, that's so powerful that was, exactly that stuff exactly yeah okay exactly and, and the world is more aware of that now very much aware of yeah that. okay but beside yeah. that there's one more thing like if content creators are giving so much so there uh, ma many of people who are not who are not from business industry so somewhere they lack in the business part as you said, that business is a really important with the artistic field and innovation. So that, that's what makes you yes. an entrepreneur as well, right? If you won't count the money part, yes. then you won't be able to put too much into the things. So what do you think, how yes. these people can turn their passion, their work into a successful business or a brand they want to set up? So what's the key point for that? Okay, so we're now moving into the section of monetization. Yeah. So we're looking at monetization of the content, yeah. right? Okay. So then that's where that's where then you need to look at the point of the content that you're making and how diversified you can be in terms of monetizing the content. And the and the key to that is breaking it down into sections. So first of all, find out what your key simplified project or your content that is going to bring in what we call the bread and butter line of your monetization. Okay. So your bread and butter line is what does your content bring for you in terms of your monetization at a pure level to keep the company working. So you need to get a pricing model. Now, whether that be the traditional form that we're doing these days, whether you do a, a you register, mm -hmm. let's talk about app technology. Mm -hmm. you, you load up, you set up your app, you get free registration and then you move people to a, a small subscription based and then you move them to a larger subscription based and you add bonuses and effects and discounts and, and all sorts of things that you bring forth. So 
if you're creating something of a content that is got and you're requiring for a monetization base, you need to find out what your minimal monetization is going to be. And in my opinion, because of the way the competitive elements of, of the way business is in today and everybody's looking for the consumer dollar or the consumer pound or whatever, you, whatever currency you're dealing with, you have to keep your pricing model at the lowest common denominator okay. so that what you're looking for is volume. You're not looking for, uh, you're looking for large volumes as opposed to keeping your pricing so high that you're getting a lot more slow attraction, a lot more people coming on board because simply because people would want, have got a lot, of, lot more choices these days. So once you have a larger volume at a minimal viable monetization model pricing entry point, then you can expand to different areas. Now, how do we expand the monetization model from your, from your starting base? You need to add more value to your, your content. Yeah. Now, you can do that by, again, going back to the convergence equation and thinking outside the box. So don't go conventionally down the road and say to a consumer, okay, I'm going to give you this and you'll get this and go that. And the consumer these days are very smart. Yeah. They're very aware of what's going on. Yeah. So you need to look at it differently. You need to talk you need to expand your content to brands that require or major corporate brands or major brands that are within your space, within your structure, within your, your idea, so that you can approach them and say to them, look, I've built up this uh, platform, I've built up this content, I have this amount of followers, I've, got, I've built up this credibility, now I'm looking to associate with you. I'm now looking to where we can share some of the, the risk, share some of the the lateral and vertical benefits in which that can be helpful to you as helpful to us. Now, what does that do? That makes then, as if it's a, a fairly big brand, gives you some sort of sponsorship dollars, also allows you to be associated with a larger brand. And, and of course, I must pre-caveat this by saying that your product has to be good. You have to have good quality of your product. And then it goes back down to your point of difference. So, so you need to then look at finding different brands that will be interested in being associated with you. Now, it doesn't necessarily, Priya, have to be larger brands. It could be mid-sized brands or brands that wanting to come into the market that's capturing a market that you have. It could be a certain market that you have that they want to. So this is where the integration has to keep happening. So that's the second form of monetization model that you need to look at. So aside from all the social media monetization that you're fully aware of, mm -hmm. you have to go back to the content that is going to bring you this, the, the, the smallest amount of capital, but at a larger volume of turnover. So the smallest amount of pricing point entry, but a larger volume of turnover. That is going to be far better than pricing yourself way out of the market and then trying to go for a specific uh, market. That's more difficult because I'm not saying it can't be done, but it's a lot harder that way because you know, people today, as you know, are extremely diligent with their, with their, with their money. Yeah. And as we get past COVID, you know, things are going to be more and more difficult because sure. you would obviously know very well the, the retail market is, is really, really, on a global level, it's really down. All the huge brands are suffering uh, because of this situation. People are buying a lot more online. So yeah. the retail, the main high street stores are all suffering. So this is going on and this will continue to go on for a little while until things get back to normal. So as a content provider, there's never been a better opportunity now to approach uh, branding companies, approach marketing companies, approach companies that are willing to do a deal with you and don't necessarily be so, so protective of your, of your content. 
allow your content to be more open and share that you can share with these companies because at the end of the day you know um it's no good to you if you're just holding it onto yourself you need you need to expand it and the way to expand it is to approach all of these sort of entities and build a better monetization model now without knowing what your what the content is it's very difficult to answer that on a specific level but on a general level that would be the way to move forward for monetizing your model or monetizing your content so the purpose should be like to make it reach to more and more people rather than just make it as a luxurious thing for just a few ones that exactly right exactly right exactly right mm-hmm. and without knowing what the content is we haven't talked about a specific example yeah. but you got to you have to grab grab more of quantity uh and you know some people say and there's that famous line it's better to have more quality than quantity yeah. i look at it now differently because it's okay you've got the best uh great quality product in the world and it could be you know on the top of its its a class mm. but if you don't have a market what's the point yes so true it's going to be a wonderful a, it's going to be a wonderful a quality product but what is the point so the question comes back to then do you want 10000 uh 10000 genuine consumers that are going to take your product that could take it for a little while and they'll get to a point where they'll get you know what I'm tired of this I want to move on to something else or do you want 250,000 or 500,000 consumers who like your product at a lower pricing point and you pre- keep providing more ad value and more different things that to me the latter is more advantages and advantages to me going forward in this new world that we're going to move forward to in the next couple of years I agree in terms of content completely yeah yeah okay like come at it to short but there's a one thing that i'm very curious and really i'm going to ask to everyone who is coming on the show what is the one trend okay. that you want to see evolving in the new world especially after the post because uh, our world would be a completely topsy-turvy and we want a lot of changes that's for so true so what is the one trend that you yes. really want to see embrace in the new world or want to see evolving Okay I will take that okay as a as a personal uh as a that's from a personal point of view yeah. what I would really like to what I would really like to see uh Priya is now I want to see more and more innovation now is the time for content providers out there to your listeners to provide innovative innovative uh creative and innovative products that's the key now moving forward mm-hmm. okay the more innovation that we can find now in in every aspect of the entertainment world in every aspect of the technological world is going to really be the difference now after covid because uh, one thing covid has done it's made us be indoors more often okay yes. so we're stuck everyone is all stuck <laughs> I feel that. Okay. so no i am living now <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly and we've all been stuck indoors we can't travel it's all this problem so now is the time for your your listeners and the people that are doing you know the talented listeners you have or doing the content is to think innovative yeah. to think how you can be innovative in the area where business is struggling so the the retail sector the entertainment sector the hotel sector the airline sector tourism so yeah. think of these businesses that's going to need innovative thinking i'm just talking about the top 5 at the moment mm-hmm. okay in terms of where we are so innovation content providers have to think innovatively going forward after post covid now does it also include 
better aspects in medical science and biotech, especially now, because with everyone's rushing to get a vaccine, what would it be like now with a vaccine that, let's say we the vaccine comes into effect in the next year or so, mm-hmm. how will we go about moving from the mask aspect of it to generally getting together again? So that's an innovative aspect that we need to think about. What about in terms of tracing the uh the, the, the virus. How about when we travel? All of those factors is the innovative element that we need now mm-hmm. moving forward in terms of creating a better opportunity for everyone. So the more innovative you can think, mm-hmm. the better it is going to be. And I would the thing that I would add, again, going back to the equation, innovation, how do I get it to the market? And that's when your business side. Now, business will never it's not going to really change that much in terms of your pragmatism, in terms of putting it together, because at the end of the day, you need money, you need a good management team, you need marketing, Mm -hmm. right? That is always going to be there uh, right the way through. It's the innovation that you need to make these things come into effect. So that's one thing I would really love to see going forward is innovative and and creative thinking Mm -hmm. with a strong business acumen behind it. Then you've got a very good chance for the world to accept whatever you're doing in the level that you want to go to, because no, uh, you know, not everything is going to be successful, but you are going to move to a different level because the world will want innovative thinkers now, mm. and that is going to be after after post COVID, in my opinion. Anyway, innovation so. is the key. Yes, innovation is a key moving forward in terms of the of of the five areas that I talked about and the many areas that we're looking at. Uh, uh, in moving forward because we're not going to go back to the previous uh, types of processes that we've been used to because we are in the process now at the present moment, Priya, we're stabilizing. The global economy and globally, we are stabilizing. We're stabilizing throughout all the countries at the present moment. We're trying to come to grasp with this thing. We're trying to figure out how we can domestically survive and Mm -hmm. how we move forward. And in that moving forward, we're going to be highly cautious. Everyone's going to be cautious on a global level. That is going to happen. But out of that, out of that, out of that sort of element of being very um, protective, mm-hmm. we need to have innovators who will come through. And the more innovative you are in the protective environment, the better it's going to be to get that first mover advantage. Now, you are going to be taking some risks, mm-hmm. but you know that's part. Of, that's part of making the. Um, the creative process or the um, the entrepreneurial process, you have to take risk, and that's um, that is that's part and parcel of the of the business, you know, in moving forward. Gotcha. So, is there is there any way that uh, I don't know if everyone is creative or everyone is innovative? So, sure. Any, sure. Yeah. Hmm. I'm sorry, what, you, what did you say? Unlock their creativities. So is there a way, like, anyone can unlock their innovation or it's something, a more of a, a collaborative process? Like, you can go for one one person as an innovator, one person as a business person, one person as uh, who is looking for the global awareness, or, or is it like an individual can also bring the whole change in according to your convergence situation? Um, I think... According to my convergence equation, if you're one singular person and you are lacking or you're not aware of a certain skill set, there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong in being collaborative. You 
and collaboration is so important these days. So if you're lacking the creative skills, but you're very good in business, but you have an idea, mm-hmm. but so go to someone that is very artistically inclined or uh, creative inclined. And we all know those people. We know people that are very business minded. We know people that have got, that are very tech minded. So form a collaboration, but know your strength and more importantly, more importantly, know your weakness. Because once you know your weakness, then you'll know how to, how to minimize your weakness by providing an opportunity, by giving somebody else that's got a strength in that, in that particular area. Mm-hmm. And that means that you're now forming a team mm-hmm. that, that helps you bring a project forward. So you don't have to be creative. You don't have to be innovative. And you don't have to have all of those things because it's humanly impossible. What you can do is that you can collaborate or find someone that you're lacking in a certain specific skill set and replenish that by doing, having that person on that, on that person. So in that way, the equation itself is very useful for people that can say to themselves, look, I've got a fantastic idea. I'm very artistically inclined and, and I love to make films, but I don't have the business uh, person that can help me to get the money for it or get the funding for it. So where do I go? Okay. That's the very good question that you start straight away. You know yourself, your weakness. Yeah. Once you know your weakness, it's so much better because then what you do, then you start looking for someone who knows how to get funding for your film or knows how to get your music across to other people or knows how to get the next step process in which you then project manage the thing. And that person, you know, obviously has to love working with you. You have to have to be working with them. And that necessarily doesn't always work every time. As you know, everybody can, everybody's different. So, what you do is that you try and find people that are like-minded with you and try and test it out and see how you go. And that's what I said to you before. You've got to be able to share things and give. So give in a bigger perspective is not only giving to the community, but you're giving to the other person. So once you start sharing ideas and moving forward, what do we collect? We collect community, we collect ideas, we collect innovation. And by that way, the, the, your local the way you are starts to change. Your environment starts to change. You're dealing with other people around the world starts to change. Mm-hmm. That's that to me is really the essence of how we're going to how we're going to move forward. In my opinion, in terms of uh, if you're not necessarily lacking, if you're not necessarily don't have a strength in one particular area. Got you. So so insightful. Yeah. Okay, coming to an end. Yeah. I guess everything you have said, it's very going to help me a lot in my content creation and I wish it's going to help <laughs> a lot of listeners, especially who are into entrepreneurship, who are going to found a company or who have already started a company. So definitely it's yes. going to help a lot. So thank you. Thank you so much, Gerard, for coming on the show and for your precious time, sharing your knowledge and the wonderful insight with the listener. Thank you so much. Thank And my pleasure, Priya. <laughs> and I, and I thank your listeners for taking the time to listen. I wish you great success with your podcast. And uh, let's uh, hope for, uh, as I said, an innovative, greater world coming after COVID. Oh, we're in COVID. Let's say post-COVID. Yeah. Right? For, that, for that situation. Exactly. Thank you, Priya. Thank you so thank much. You so much. And thank, thank you, so you beautiful people, for cool. listening. If you have any questions, ideas, or stories to discuss, you can DM us at Instagram page of Training Diary. I hope you get some value today. And we'll see you in the next episode soon. Till then, stay tuned and God bless us all. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.